to micro micro where we talk about stuff that's on our weird little minds <laughs> hey guys welcome to one of our many micro movie balls episode <laughs> <laughs> micro movie ball micro movie ball. um we're just going to talk about something this one we're just kind of feeling out normally we talk about stuff from the past or whatever, you know, some everything's some, from the past, man. Well, yes, I get it, but normally we talk about stuff from the '80s. We have yet to talk about anything that's not from the '80s. So, uh, well, we talked about one thing that wasn't from the '80s, from the '90s, but we never talk about anything current. So we're going to talk about something current here, just kind of out of a, as a mini episode. Um, it was a Netflix special. It's a movie, a documentary called Jim and Andy: The Great Beyond. Featuring a very special contractually obligated mention of Tony Clifton. So it's when Jim Carrey played portrayed Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon. Um, I can't remember. Is that 1998? I can't remember when that film came out. Yeah, I, I you're say it's right. Around. 98, I think is right. Well, it's 98. Yeah. So this is like kind of the behind the scenes stuff. I don't have too much to say about it. I'm going to talk a little bit about Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman. But Peter's extremely passionate about this. And I really want you guys to hear what he has to say because he's really spending a lot of time on it. And we're talking about something current, which is great. So if you're not... Warning. Warning. Spoiler. Alert. I am spoiler protection edict widget. Or spew for short. You have been warned about the delicious spoilers coming your way. So bask in spoiler country you have cluelessly wandered into, baby. You know, maybe this is some tiny little thing that you can just check out. So I'm going to let Peter do his thing. Hey, guys. All right, so I have a whole thing to say about this. I'd love to hear why you think I'm an idiot. Um, so my thing with Jim and Andy. So I wrote a whole essay. I'm going to sort of read from it. So first off, I grew up with Jim Carrey, loved many of his movies, SNL skits, classics in my head. I have a lot of respect for him as an actor and comedian, very much looking forward to this documentary as soon as I saw it was going to be a thing. So, uh, you know, I, I've seen a bit of his bizarre behavior with his art and things in recent years, so I was curious where this was going to go because it's new, right? So... I've always had a fascination with Andy Kaufman. Uh, his short career, you know, as a comedian there was always just, it just really interested me. Even as a kid back in school, I did several research projects on him uh, back in middle school and elementary school, actually, even. Um, so he was a little before my time as far as his, you know, before his death and everything there. But I, I found him fascinating. I really loved him. So when, when Man on the Moon was announced, uh, this movie, I, I thought it was very cool for, you know, for me because I, I Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman, wow, this is going to be wonderful, you know? So I, I did really like the movie. So I'm not going to lead you on in that way. I thought uh, Jim's portrayal of Andy was very, very good. Um, 
it was a great piece of work. Uh, certain scenes in the movie mirrored the real life recordings. I mean, almost perfectly, like to where it was scary. They were very, very good. And so, you know, I was very excited to see this documentary it was coming out on Netflix and everything. So I wanted to see it and I watched it as soon as it came out. I think I was a day late. So the day after it came out, I watched it. So, uh, I, I have here, my initial excitement turned into a new fascination. Uh, it was similar to what I had as a kid when I was watching Andy's performances and doing papers on him for school. Uh, it was fascinating to see Jim Carrey in this light to me, just, you know, portraying somebody that I thought was bigger than life, very interesting, going against the grain. Uh, so the big thing for me, not, I think that this documentary was very interesting for the wrong reasons. I thought, so it's not in the way that I think Jim thinks I am seeing him. I feel like Jim thinks he did this great, honest documentary and people should love him more now that they are seeing this side of how he was method acting. So, you know, quote unquote, well, you know, doing this perfect character role and how much he put into it and how much he sacrificed for it and how much he really lived it. Right. And I just, I feel like it was, it was just very fascinating because it was watching a madman attempt to explain the ridiculous and absurd behavior to a courtroom is how I felt like. So his explanations and rationalizations made no sense to me for what I was seeing on screen. So he was just, he was out of control on the movie set as they're showing in this documentary. And then, so I assume you've seen this documentary if you're listening to this. So it's essentially, it's a set of archival footage from the filming of Man on the Moon. And then it's a modern day-ish Jim Carrey interview talking about it. And I feel like he was ridiculous. He was out of control for no reason. He stayed in character inappropriately while this film crew, I mean, the hair and makeup and director even, he's driving them bonkers and they're just trying to do their jobs. And his antics were just uncalled for and they weren't even Andy Kaufman-like. So I, I did not feel it was appropriate. I thought he was ridiculous and he's sitting there trying to explain how he thought Andy Kaufman channeled him and was working through him and like he's great or something and it was i think best illustrated with his interactions with jerry lawler mm -hmm. the wrestler so jerry and andy as it's known now were actually friends in real life so they were buddies and the crap that jim does to jerry lawler on this thinking he's andy kaufman or channeling him in some bizarre way is uncalled for totally unprofessional and inappropriate and he is like literally like just tormenting this guy on set who's coming on set to reprise a role for a movie. He's trying to do a job and get paid as everybody else is. And he's like shaking the trailers and he's annoying the makeup artist. It's, it's ridiculous. It's terrible, quite frankly. And so it leads into another quick rant that I have that goes off topic a little bit. But... Celebrities that feel like they're better than normal people when they get eccentric. 
And Jim is accepted by society already because he is recognized literally anywhere he goes, right? Everybody knows who Jim Carrey is. I mean, you know, obviously there's going to be exceptions. But he can be weird. He can be whatever you want to say, quote unquote, deep. He can be whatever, and people will think it's fun or interesting or whatever the case may be for the behavior as it stands, right? So society has allowed him this pass because of the entertainment he's given us, and we've given him this money to allow him to be who he is and be fun. I'm fine with that. That's fine. No big deal. My problem is I cannot be that way in society normal people cannot be that way that we cannot behave eccentric in public because people will look at you weird not laugh they will be on guard and not appreciative of whatever you're bringing to their business or daily life or whatever because they don't know you they don't you know jim carrey if he walks into your business and starts acting funny you're just gonna laugh and go along with it and it's fun it's whatever it's lighthearted. So you know he's not robbing you, you know he's not planting a bomb, you know he's not going to kill somebody. It's fine. So Jim, I think he thinks he's better than us <laughs> because we fall in line with societal lines that I would call survival and living that us non-famous people have to do. He mentions after seeing, I think this because he mentions after seeing his father get fired from a job that his father didn't even like when he was a kid, that that shaped him into thinking about why do a job that you hate what you are doing and basically when you can fail at it. And if you can fail at anything, then why would you not try and do something that you like? Oh, what are you better than me? Because you think you're doing something that you like and I'm not? You think I don't like my job? So I know, okay, maybe I'm reading into something that's not there. I get it. I get that totally get it you don't have to hate mail me on that i understand maybe i'm reading in being sensitive about something i shouldn't be but people with normal jobs must hate what they're doing right that's how i felt with his statement that's all that's all i have to say i personally do not hate my job i enjoy what i'm doing and that's fine but i still felt like jim carrey was looking down on me with that statement and i feel like that's what this movie was about him having some spiritual awakening getting into his art and going into something. So, all said and done, to wrap it up, <laughs> I feel like this movie, this documentary, was similar to Troll 2 or The Room in the sense that there was someone who wanted to make something good in a specific way, but it turned out a whole other way, like in another direction. And I really wonder if the creative team behind it, like the director, editor, whoever was really behind it, Netflix, was purposefully putting it together in such a way, or if they genuinely set out to make this a wonderful piece about Jim Carrey and how he acts, and if we're supposed to love him even more, because I feel like they mocked him a bit, personally. I felt like it was a, I wouldn't call it a mockumentary because it's not a joke, but I feel like Jim Carrey was not in on the joke. Did you get any of that from watching it? No. no. No, I didn't. So I was reading comments from other people online. There's the majority of people got swept up in it, and I get it. Yeah. Um, it, it was a touching at times piece. 
because Jim Carrey, as Andy Kaufman, met with Andy Kaufman's real life daughter. That and was had, really disturbing to me. That I found it disturbing. Exactly. That was disturbing. To that me. was not appropriate. Be- that was totally inappropriate. You are giving someone hope to something that you're not even acting appropriate for. Yeah, you're. You're. you're you nailed it when you said he feels like he's channeling Andy Kaufman. And I'm like, well, whether, he says that whether you whether you are or you're not, you're giving people false hope because you're not, dude. You're not channeling Andy Kaufman. You're not Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman is gone. And you can go up and say, you know, I have just the utmost respect and admiration. I have lived the majority of my life uh, to this man. He is my hero. He is my you can say he's your idol if that's how you feel. Right. And and you can go up and just pay your respects to his loved ones. But to go up and to act and like act like him, like him to is, his is, father, is it, it's inappropriate. And everything else it's in, too. It's inappropriate and it's disrespectful. I found that very much because it's it's distasteful. I there's so is any diss you want to put in front of it. Go ahead. Well, and because he has a whole thing in there where it cuts to Jim Carrey as the modern day. Uh, interview and he's talking about him meeting with Andy Kaufman's daughter in real life who never met him in real life while he was alive and he just says we had a closed door conversation and whatever it was very touching and he starts to cry like it was great like he's freaking Jesus or something I mean like this was I thought so inappropriate as you said can I say something Peter yeah that was beautiful that was like wonderful what you just had and I hope more people hear this you have definitely hit the nail on the on the head because you you exactly nailed what that documentary was about and also what Jim Carrey is about and it just it basically pulled the mask back and saw the ugly surface beneath but i don't think he was in on it no he's not in on it at all he thought i if, can I, I can I saw it can I say early. something and yeah. speak to this and I'm gonna I'm gonna Please is, this is gonna get to the roundabout way but I'm coming back to what I just said I really like what you said and how you said it and I, I really it, you've put so much thought and passion into this I I think it's, I honestly think it's beautiful this is not me talking for the podcast this is just me as a friend that was really great and I really love what you just said here's my thing about Andy Kaufman and here's my thing about Jim Carrey. I am not a big Andy Kaufman fan. I think Andy Kaufman was a funny guy. I mostly think, excuse my language, he was sort of a jackass. But I appreciate what he was trying to do. Was he a genius? I don't think so. Was he funny? Absolutely. Absolutely he was funny. Did I enjoy every all of his antics? No. Did I enjoy some of them? Sure. Dude, there's a lot of stuff that he did that was hints of genius. There's, there's arguments for that. I know I'm in the minority, but I'm not a huge Andy Kaufman fan. But I did like that movie, and I do appreciate what he did for comedy. Watching this documentary, Jim Carrey is out of order, man. He's he's out of order, and he's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. Don't know that he ever had it, to be perfectly honest with you. (laughs) But he has definitely lost that grip on reality. Well, it was fascinating to me to see also for Jim Carrey as a person, though, that he talks about the beginning of his career. Yeah. That he was doing it for the fans. He wanted to be what everyone wanted him to be. He wanted to be the person. He wanted to be liked. Right. Okay, everybody wants to be liked. But he went out of his way to lose himself to be liked. 
I thought those parts of him talking were very real, and I appreciated them. But I thought they also revealing. They said a lot about the other stuff that he said. Yeah, it's very revealing about what he's doing now. Exactly. Now that he comes out of this movie, he's like, oh, well, hold on. Since 98, I didn't know who I was. I had to relearn myself. No, you never knew who yourself was. (laughs) I know that was terrible grammar. Uh, You never knew who you were because you, you were just trying to be famous. So once again, I just want to say... I'm not ragging on Jim Carrey. I I was always a big Jim Carrey fan. I still love a lot of his movies. You and me both. And I I'm obviously I'm not ragging on Andy Kaufman. He's not even alive. How can I make fun yeah. of him? I appreciate Andy Kaufman. Whatever you think of him is valid. I don't care if you like him or hate him. That's what he wanted. He wanted a split. Right. So I appreciate what he did. I find him all I can say is I find him fascinating. I can't say he was... A, I'm not going to say he was a genius. I'm not going to say anything else. He was fascinating to me as a piece of history. I agree. So I agree. He, you, you, he, he basically wanted to get a reaction out of somebody. And he he's, did it. He's kind of like um, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric. Oh, yeah. Okay. In yeah. that he never wants to be boring. Sure. And yeah, he If never you've was. ever seen Tim Heidecker's <laughs> movie, The Comedy, which is not a comedy, but if you've ever seen it, he never wants to be boring. And I don't blame him. I never want to be boring. I, I never... But, but you know, you are. as a, <laughs> I'm just a regular guy. So I am boring. But, like, he never wants to be boring. And I think that's sort of the spirit of Andy Kaufman. He never wants to be boring. He wants, he wants you to hate him. He wants you to love him. Yeah. He, he wants you to kill him. He wants you to hug him. And emotion. That's what he wants. Yeah. He wanted real response and real reactions i don't care for a lot of the theatrics that he does but some of what he does has glimpses of genius so i can't i say i don't think he's a genius but there are glimpses of it there i can't argue that either i know that sounds contradictory but it is it is definitely how i feel i think what you said really sums up how i felt about this documentary i thought a lot of it was inappropriate out of line out of order, however you want to put it. Um, I think Jim Carrey's kind of lost his mind and has, as you said, he's not in on the joke. I think a lot of what he's talking about, his early career, you know, being in Loving Color and stand-up where he's just playing a part is very revealing about how he's acting now. And, I mean, you can say what you want about Jim Carrey. I genuinely think he's funny. I genuinely think he's entertaining. He's very witty. The man's practically made out of elastic. He's just, he, he's physically Yeah, his funny. physical humor is His hilarious. physicality so, yeah. is like up there with Charlie Chaplin. It's amazing. He's made out of rubber. I mean, I saw, okay. Uh, his impressions, I mean. I don't know if you've seen Anchorman 2, but he's got a brief cameo in Anchorman 2. The man's made out of, he's just, he still has the ability to make people laugh. And I know a lot of people cannot suffer his buffoonery, as they put it. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> but... Um, I think he still has a lot to offer as an entertainer. I think he's very full of himself. And to get on your sidetrack that you were talking about, I think people who are famous and do entertain and that we put on a pedestal or pedal stool. IT crowd. No, anybody that society does that to, they do get a big head and they do get outside themselves. And, and they, you can't blame them. And they forget... Well, it's if that to. happened to us, normal things can't happen. You can't walk around. 
outside. You can't go to the store. You can't go get something to eat. You can't do normal things that everyday people do. People do things for you. You experience things that normal people don't experience. So how can you be a normal person? Right. But to that to that fact, it's it's again, we're getting into a paradox. It's like you don't live a normal person's life, so how can you be normal? Exactly. But my thing is you can't live a normal person's life, but you can still be decent. Yeah. And a, and some of what he does, not all, but some of what he does in this is is not decent. You're not being a decent human being. Be a professional. You want to be a method actor, be a method actor. Be in it. Have everybody in on the joke. Yeah. Have everybody in. You want to be Andy Kaufman? Be the Andy Kaufman everybody liked. Be the Andy Kaufman yeah. that everybody wants to come to set you for. You don't have to be a jerk. That yeah. director is an Academy Award winning director. Yeah, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He's, he's, yes, yeah. he's an auteur. Not an auteur, but he's an artist. He He's clearly an artist and he's frustrated because he's trying to make the best picture that he can. And you're ruining that. And like you said, there's people that are just building the sets and like doing hair. And they're just like, this is just a job for me, man. What are you doing? I what know they're, they're being paid hourly, and he's just there, just screwing like, up I their go day. home. I mean, these to a small people. apartment, yeah. on the west yeah. and West Hollywood, and you're screwing with me right now. Like, right. what are you doing? It's so, not like, fun. It's not fun. It's not. You can mess with the other actors. Fine. That's, yeah. They're all it's that Jared paid. Leto crap. Like they all day. live in other the other world that you live in. Mess with the other actors that are millionaires. That's fine. Yeah. You don't mess with the regular people unless it's fun. Yeah, if, make if you want to have fun, that's make it fine. fun. Make but it fun. Don't be a jerk. You know what's great is when somebody people. comes in and they're just like, you know what, we're at work and it's serious, but it's not that serious. Nobody's gonna die if yeah, we don't relax. do this thing. Yeah. Just relax. And so they come in and you're like, you know what, I like that guy. He's kind of fun. You know, it's this job sometimes it's boring. Yeah, work is boring. But he seems and, to know that. But he he <laughs> seems to know that and he makes it fun. Yeah. He doesn't make it to where I can't be professional. And I can't get the job done. But he makes it fun. Yeah. You like that person? That person that just like, is like, eh, nothing matters. I'm a I'm a nihilistic and blah, 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 and I'm gonna make the world just spin on its axis. Yeah. Get that guy out of my face. I'm trying to get something done, dude. At the end of the day, I got bills to pay. I got responsibilities. Yeah. And I got a life outside and, of this And where place. do you think your money came from that allows you to think that way and act that from way? From the little people. It came from us. And that's fine. I understand that I gave it to you. However, you need to not be a jerk back to us. That's all I'm that's asking. That's a class. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, all said and done, I thought this was a brilliant piece. This was a brilliant documentary, but it was a piece of art, not a documentary. And I think that Jim Carrey was not in on the joke. I do not know if the creative team was in on the joke. I would say more it's a weird social commentary. I seriously liken it to The Room, which I I feel is topical (laughs) because we're getting the whole thing. Disaster Artists. Yeah, because Disaster Artists is out now, today, uh, yesterday, actually, sorry. Yeah. Um, And as of this recording. And, uh, you know, Troll 2 had that whole documentary with the best worst movie. And the director did not get it. He didn't understand that he made something funny. People enjoyed what he made, but he did not get. He thought he made a serious movie, and he did not. And I feel like this was in a similar fashion, but it was just made right now. So it's not going to be appreciated or understood maybe in that way yet. And I'm not saying I'm cool. Don't worry. Um, But I wonder if people really get that. Because the reviews I've been reading online about this, people love it or hate it. And there's no... I have not read... I read a couple, but I have not read many people's reviews 
that were, and I'm not saying you have to be similar on the same page with me. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know that people saw it in the way that I'm saying it right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it in that. Oh, Jim Carrey's a genius. I like it in that. Wow. This is an interesting slice of life that I was not privy to because I don't know about you. I didn't hear anything about the antics of man on the moon. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know about going to the hospital like oh, Andy Kaufman did, and all that. I didn't anyway. know anything about this was, movie. Oh, you know how you hear stuff about the movies because this. I think it was 1998. It was definitely late 90s, and I was just starting to really get into movies. I was starting to understand the movies. Internet was coming into focus in the movies, and so you heard stuff behind the scenes about movies. Right, right. So movies are like my thing. So I, I you know, when it's it's funny when this comes out, and I'm like, wow, this is a like it's like a Hollywood secret. I didn't know. That this was going on. I didn't hear any inkling of this behind the scenes. And it's not that like, oh, I'm in the know and I know people. No, it's I just that you. I didn't you hear thought you would I didn't hear anything about this. So it's fascinating to me that there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we didn't know about a pretty well known film. You know? So this is very, very interesting stuff that we're we're getting a glimpse on and I don't hate it either. You know, I don't hate Jim Carrey for it. I think Jim yeah, Carrey is totally. a product of the Hollywood system in that he is he's what quasi delusional yeah. and completely crazy due to fame. And it happens all the time. And it's just, it, you know, different celebrities turn out different ways. And he's, yeah. he's turned out in such a way. And you can't fault him for it. We did it to him. It's just all a matter of how individual people react to the different things that are thrown at them. So whatever. I'm yeah, gonna, I don't. I'm not gonna judge. I <laughs> but I am Jim at Car- the same time. <laughs> I don't hate him, but I think a lot of his behavior twenty years ago, you know what I mean, yeah. was inappropriate. Yeah. And Man on the Moon was ninety nine. I just looked it up. Okay, just because I was curious. Because you kept saying ninety eight, and I was thinking ninety nine. Remember but when I said right. ninety nine so, was a good year for movies, and you made fun oh, of me? Oh snap! You remember that? That was back on the uh, Unmasking the Idol episode. No, was it? Was it? Yeah, because I just listened to it. Ah, see, you made fun of me. Ninety nine was a great year for movies, dude. No, fine. And you're like, and good, good movies come out every year. So, <laughs> but not like ninety nine, because you know why? That's the best year. <laughs> Before we all died in 2000. That's right, yeah. The cataclysm. The computers revolted. I nailed that joke. The cataclysm. The cataclysm. The cataclysm. So I'll just end saying you should watch this documentary. (laughs) I'm curious if anybody has, if you think I'm way off base on this, please let me know. I mean, and constructively, let me know. Don't just say I'm an idiot. Well, let me know if you think I'm wrong because of a certain reason yeah. or something. And it doesn't have to be long. It could be two sentences. And just, you can, you can make your thought into concise two sentences. And I might convince Max to put this little essay thing that I typed out. Oh, no. On the, We're putting on it on there. I was going to say that at the end. We're definitely putting Peter's essay on there because I think it's valid. And I think it should be put up there. And uh, we're going to tweet it out and share it with people. Please. Well, it's too long to tweet. But we'll maybe tweet a link. <laughs> no, tweet a link. I'm not going to tweet the whole thing. Shut up. Do you not understand how Twitter works? No, I do, Trump. Yeah, I'm going to tweet. Anyway, alright. I can't even believe you broke the rule, dude. You broke the rule. Not cool. I did not. You did. That's not cool. <laughs> not cool. Alright, anyway. So, yeah, we'll get this out. So, I gotta have a fist fight with my partner over here. Anyway, enjoy this documentary. Check it out. 
Um, please give us your thoughts on it. Just tweet out or just about something else. And I, I do care. recommend watching it as Max Wow. Yeah, I, I definitely. It's definitely worth a watch. It's very interesting, if nothing else. Exactly. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Micro episode. Peace out. Bye. See you. Bye.